When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Chrissy Chaos. There you go. Welcome, <laughs> Annie. Hello. And now, they run, now the Puerto Ricans, we have them go in the back there. I love it. That's what it is, yeah. They've got their whole family back there. They're, yeah, yeah. They work. They keep up with the property. It's they're you know, playing cards or something. hundred percent. Um, can I just say? Okay, so what's his name? This is homeless. This is Mike Lavin, but it's the homeless. Mike, pet. hello. I I used your bathroom and you seemed a little nervous. Yeah. Oh no. It's, it's a little messy. Oh, There's I have. Well, you're smoke weed. <laughs> I mean, Mike, here's the thing with Mike Lavin. He's been here, he's been staying with us, uh, the homeless pimp. He's been staying with us for a week. Yeah. Um, twice, this is only the second time we've seen him with socks on. Normally he's got his feet out. Okay. Every day he's in the pool at 6.30 in the morning with his feet in there. Oh, I like that. Now, did you, do you not go to sleep or you just wake up early? I, I just have so much to edit. I have to keep. Oh my going. God, you're just a monster. He's on New York Is time. he difficult to work with? Oh no, he's great. But I, yeah. I have, I'm on five podcasts. No, now. he's he's great. The only issue in Mike Lavin's life, the only issue in Homeless Pimp's life is Joe DeRosa. Who's oh, a, are you doing um, the sweet tarts? Parts. What's it called? Sweet tarts. <laughs> yeah. Sweet tarts. Yeah. Sweet tarts. <laughs> sweet and savory. What is it? Salty and sweet. Um, yeah. No, I thought that was the worst name ever. I called DeRosa. I was like, I, I was like, I want to apologize because like that. I thought that was the worst. Yeah. Name on earth. And then when I really realized what the premise was, I was like, oh, that's actually the greatest name See, of all time. It, it's a great. It's a a great thing it's a great uh podcast um taste buds but me and pimp um because you know i watch pimp edit it all the time it's delilah and my stepson tristan's like favorite podcast yeah. and we're like, we should just have kids do the podcast yeah. and troll the shit out of them and be like hey your kids can do this too oh that's perfect <laughs> yeah i mean it really is maybe the simplest thing i've ever heard but that's a genius idea that's cheerios a- or frosted flakes it's like and okay. they legitim- sal and joe legitimately get like angry at no, each other joe about it. it's is very serious about food um I have been known to slap some food out of DeRosa's hand. <laughs> Joe DeRosa, by the a way. A food slapping to DeRosa is so good because he's so hungry he's so for hungry. it. Like, yeah. He's really been thinking about it all day. So when you slap a hot dog oh out of God. your hand, it's really like you can hear the echo through the town. <laughs> DeRosa is, by the way, you know, we got Hey Babe and Taste Buds, No Press Podcast Network. Go check it out on YouTube. Um, um, Joe has abandoned stand-up now. Joe doesn't. I know it's somebody's a sandwich shop owner. Well, that's like the other day. The other day <laughs> Wait, we're texting, and by the way, we'll we will send this clip to Joe DeRosa. Don't think that we're trolling oh, no, DeRosa we on his back. We're talking shit on Joe straight to his face. Straight. This is this will be edited and clipped and sent I've, at Joe. As a matter of fact, tweet this clip at Joe DeRosa comedy. That's how much we don't care. Yeah, the joy <laughs> of talking shit on Joe is only felt when it lands yeah. on him. No, I literally. <laughs> when he, you see that that hunch over a little deeper, like he's like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, yeah, Joe. Joe is we. The comedy clubs in New York opened last week, and Joe texts me. He was like, "Hey, not sure if you're still in LA, but let's go around and hit the clubs." I was like, "What are you talking about, dude? You don't do stand up anymore. You mean club sandwiches? Do you want to go? Do you, you want to go to the comedy clubs and look at the menu? Like the Sam's Club. I wanted to get some more plates for my store than my I'm new like, restaurant. Joe, stop. But um, but speaking of podcasts, the your I mean the Bloodbath podcast is first of all. Great podcast. Go check it out. Getting such incredible numbers. Four episodes in. Now, it's nice. Eight. To, 
but it's okay. Eight episodes Six, in. seven, I don't know. Six, I actually don't know. But it's just nice to see something like crushing right out of the gate and just watch all the, you know, comedians talk and be like, is it really that good? What are they doing? Is it just because they're girls? I'm like, no, 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 they're crushing it. Is it, it just because it's good? Because it always works when you're just girls when you're talking. Sure. Guys love to hear girls talk. <laughs> There's nothing about girls talking that screams yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's big why. numbers. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it at some point in the podcast, but we always read a chapter from the 48 Laws oh, of Power. Oh, this is psychotic. No, this, this, no, no, this is mentally this, no but this 48 wait can I just tell you when I went into his bathroom this is going back to the beginning yes the thing that stuck out was that you bring your toothbrush in tinfoil. <laughs> I'm trash. Yeah. And so am I. And I actually, I'm not going to lie. I went, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like I've known Annie, I've known Annie since like 2011 and oh. it's, yeah, yeah. Since like, two, I think, I think the, way before that. I think well, 2000, no. well, when did you start comedy? I started comedy. I, the first time I ever went on stage was at the Creek in the Cave in 2009, but 2010 is when I started doing like the Laugh Lounge open mic where we met. Where there was actually audience? Where there was actual an audience. But I just feel like you and I have been doing the Are You Garbage podcast since 2010. Oh, yeah, I know. That's Why did they steal that from us? <laughs> well, yeah, no, there's a lot to get into. We obviously have a very fun we history. So we have a that's great why, history. That's why I'm so excited. Yeah, we... Did you do Donnell's Rooms? I did. I did Donnell's Laugh Lounge room um, once. No, I did it. I did it for like a year, but then he stopped doing it. But I yeah. wasn't like. I didn't do like a hundred of his rooms. Right. You did. Yeah. Donnell Rawlings, Ashley Larry from the Chappelle Show used to run um, a comedy uh, show at this place called the Laugh Lounge. But also there was the one he did at like Poconuts, right up yeah. in Harlem. But the one that he used to do in the Laugh Lounge was just what I liked about Donnell and what I still like about Donnell is he gives like young comedians like a chance. Yeah, he does. Like, He'll just let you go up there and bomb, yeah. which I love. Because most clubs be like, oh, I don't want to have somebody bomb on oh, my... Oh, and he'll be laughing in the back at you like oh, yeah. so hard, which is so... The best part of like being friends with other comedians yeah. is when they laugh when you bomb. It's like you can't yeah. take the bomb personally if your friend is like crying in the background. I remember laughing. one time I had a bit. I don't even remember how I got into the bit, but I had this bit, you know, like 2010 where I would like fall on the floor. And then at Donnell's show, it bombed. Like, oh, pin drop silence bomb and then I come off stage and you have to stand back up is so embarrassing yeah it's so embarrassing and then he comes back on and literally his whole 10 minute set was just was, making fun he was of like, you he was like how many minutes in his head you think it took him to get up he <laughs> said it was only 10 seconds but how many minutes in his head your was it? black son your black son's so off it's crazy <laughs> I mean that is the that yes, was the word that and send that to Donnell that would yes, be good Donnell won't care no he won't care Sounds like you need to lotion up your throat a little. A little He's bit. He's got well, an ashy throat. And look at this. All and and speaking of ashy throats and lotion up the throat, HPV. HPV. Um, HPV. Which look, I turned my HPV into into a little family. HPV family. <laughs> HP. Did you ever think I would be able to turn my HPV into a little? I'm families? actually so shocked, and I'm very glad to see the family back together. I'm very happy for yes, you. Yes, we're on back. I listen. I we haven't talked in a while. We kind of I you know peek yeah. on each other's social media. Very happy when I pop back in and see what's going on. There it is. You come back Thrilled. in and everything's okay right now. I have now. not had coffee in so long. I am going to talk a mile a minute while I shit my pants. This is going to be great. <laughs> well, hey, zoom in. You know you know what the close-up's going to be. Why haven't you had coffee, Annie? Lent? I was doing a cleanse. Ooh. Lent. That's so funny. <laughs> you wouldn't, I thought you would have said Passover. Yeah. No. Are, I'd be more, are no. you Jewish? Quaker. Brought up Quaker. But I'm like, you know, 23 and me Jewish. What a devastating blow to the Quaker religion that what? you, that that you are a member of it. Well, <laughs> the whole thing is about like silence and sitting quietly. But yeah. I think it's why I do stand up because, okay, so the church is you like sit in silence all facing each other. And then if you feel moved to speak, it's supposed to be God speaking through you. Yeah. You can like stand up and talk. So I just, my entire life would just be like... 
Hey guys! Like, yeah, <laughs> every oh, yeah. time I was like, "It's my turn." I knew that about you. Yeah, I knew. Like in the beginning, when we first started doing podcasts, sometimes people would be like, "Oh, Annie's a bitch." I'm like, "No, she's just a Quaker." Yeah, just, I'm just a Quaker. <laughs> no, it's so funny because everyone thinks I'm a like. No, you're not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not by many. Maybe I am. If everyone thinks I am, who we are, what people think we are, I guess. But um, to them, I am. But I keep getting all these DMs from people that are like, "Oh, yeah, when we were enemies." I'm like, "You were my friend the whole time." No, no, no. I'm like, "When were we enemies?" <laughs> people in college. I've always said that people are like, yeah, I hated you freshman year. I'm like, when you were my sole group of friends? Yeah. What do you no, mean? No, what you are is- I'm a grower. No, you're, you are <laughs> no, a grower. I'm, sh- I'm a shower and a grower. Now you're a shower. Um, you, but no, what I think it is without, with you is you go against the grain in the sense of like, you just ask for what you want. You command no, what you want, which is, I know what that is now because that's what my five-year-old daughter does. My five-year-old daughter is a mini Annie Letterman and it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't ask for what I want. I definitely, no you way. Do. No, 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 no. You command it. Here, let's get into the 48 I think people want to give me things and I get things that I don't ask for. Like Donnell was never, do you want to hear my Donnell story, how I got on yeah. that show? Hello, yes. Okay. So I had never done stand-up before. Okay. I moved to New York. Or no, wait, I had done stand-up like once drunkenly at a thing and then I ended up quitting drinking. Oh, what, I went year to one, ta- what year? What year? This is 2009, 2009. Okay. 2009, I moved to New York. I did an open mic where I got wasted, went home with yeah. a really unfunny open micer who you might not even remember him and he's still an open micer. He's still there. He was my <laughs> rock bottom. What's his name? We shouldn't say his name. Oh, no, no, don't say his name. That's mean, right? Is that mean? I don't know. Oh, but but is it a negative story towards him? Maybe I'm his credit, like his credit now. Well, I quit drinking after waking up on his air mattress fully clothed. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Completely fully clothed. I was like, uh, it was snowing. I was in Bushwick. I was like, I don't know how to get home. But but he didn't didn't sexually. uh, Well, he uh, told everyone I sucked his dick, which I'm like, I mean, you can suck someone's dick with your clothes on, but I was like. Delilah earmuffs. Go ahead. I definitely did. It's like, there's no way. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, you want her to hear that. You don't want her, you don't want her getting blowjobs naked. Jesus. No, fully clothed in, yeah. a, in a scuba yeah. suit. Um, yeah. Okay, so what happened? But so, anyway, so then I ended up quitting drinking and, you know, I went back to this guy, said I, you know, whatever. So I ended up, like, I just had done, like, a couple open mics and I quit drinking and I went to a party. My friend who I was staying with from the College of Santa Fe, his friend was Esther Koo, right. who was, like, down with Donnell. They were doing all, a bunch of shit together. And so she knew I wanted to do comedy through him and they invited me to a like do you want to go to Ashley Larry's house for a uh, Super Bowl party. Okay. So I was like, okay, sure. Of course. Yeah, I love Chappelle's show. I go there and I'm talking to one of his friends. It's like Donnell's crazy. He's cooking shrimp. He's like, it's so fun. <laughs> He's got the best shrimp. I he mean, does. I'm like, give me my fucking shrimp, bitch. I haven't gotten that shrimp like in years. chained in the kitchen. So <laughs> that's like always his hashtags on, on Instagram. But also it's like, who's chained in the kitchen? Yeah. Isn't that like a woman? Are you just yeah. saying you're a man? Are women yeah. the one that are chained in the kitchen? Yeah. I don't think black people are chained in the kitchen to cook. Anyway, yeah, who knows? Anytime but black clip people it out, ch- send yeah. it, add all your black friends. We'll find out. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but so he, this coffee's working. So he, um, I can't wait to the, we shit do comes. have match. We have matched energy. I know, but we it's, do, you know what? We have matched energy. Sort of, we also have matching moles. Look at I have a mole here. This you one, have a mole I want to get rid of this. I don't I like this one. I kind of want to get rid of mine too. Maybe we do it together. We're going to have our moles removed. <laughs> Annie and I will remove our moles together. Patreon.com slash Christy comedy. Yes. I keep telling people because whenever people are like, they make fun of it. I go, send me, if you Venmo me $500 right now, it'll be gone by the end of the week. Yeah. It's like, I, I need them to pay for it. It's just like, I need the yeah. haters, but I like this one. That mole, that's very Marilyn this is Monroe. Cute. That's this. Look, it's like one of these ones. Like this is like because I have a Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, one you have too, one like, there too. So we have matching there. But this one feels like a little. It's not can- right. It's a little cancerous. And and also with like weight gain and loss, it goes. It shows more or less. But your your weight is good. 
My weight is an interesting place right now. Where are let's we just right say, now? Let's just say Oscar De La Hoya is in a way lower weight class than me at this point. I <laughs> really? mean, oh, I carry my weight in a way that. So do you feel like you're the, you're the weight? Do you think that you're at the weight that you were vaccine eligible in the first wave? I honestly do think, because my brother and sister-in-law just got it and they get, they said they're overweight and nobody questioned them. I laughed in their face for like 20 minutes. I'm like <laughs> nobody questioned because they're not fat at all. So you can, I think if you're just like one pound, I, I think, think I could be the vaccine. No, I carry my, listen, it goes, to the right areas but um i'm definitely at a, a an extreme uh it's my jaeger and jizz weight for my earmuffs uh, earmuffs jaeger is bad um, jizz um no I, I'm, I'm, I'm past my drinking i mean it's wild i yeah you I, don't drink. you've been sober what how many years uh since 2009 since january 2009? since i woke sober. up on that air mattress yeah so what happens with the donnell story okay, we're in the kitchen so eating shrimp i'll come back to all the stories oh no, the no we're gonna get to the 48 laws of power because annie is defining the 48 laws of power and she doesn't even fucking no, realize it. No, when I read that book, you read I went, this book? well, I listened to the audio book. I don't read books. She's the first guest to ever have read it besides wow. Tank Sinatra. Wow. Well, you're not supposed to tell people you read it either. It's Why? a secret. Because it's... Uh... Really? You don't want people to know you're working their moves. Is this a, oh, so is this a bad thing that I'm doing? It's manipulative, yes. Telling everybody every week this is exactly what I'm doing? Oh, shit. No, I like it. Be real, be open. Okay, fine. Yeah, be, be real. Yeah, it's Chrissy Chaos. We real shit. Right, Chrissy K, is that what you're saying? No, the, the, the name of this podcast is the Chrissy Chaos Podcast. Oh, Chaos. I keep saying, I'm like, you changed your name. This no, is weird. Chris I was like, that's like, yeah. wow, you really had to make some apologies to her if you took her name. <laughs> wow, what did you do? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. No, Chrissy um, Chaos. I'm the new Chris Jenner. Oh, I love it. Mm. The old, you look a little older than her, but. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so Donnell, so I, we go to this party and I'd done like one or two open mics. I would never like, you know, but I'm talking to this one guy that's friends with him. This guy, his name is Jerome. He owned a candy shop. I don't know if this was like a okay. joke and it was like, because it was around when 50 Cent at the candy shop. I don't know if it was like a, they were all like tricking me and telling me that he had a candy shop and I was going to end up blowing all of them at once. Right. I don't know, but. Right. But that was that was the case, and if his name's not Jerome, I am fully racist, and I apologize. But I do recall it being <laughs> Jerome. I do recall it being Jerome, yeah. um, with all my heart. And okay, so he, I'm talking to him, and he goes, "You're funny. Are you a comedian?" And I kind of go like, "Oh well, you know, I've done a couple open mics. That's why I moved to New York." And he goes, "Yo, Donnell, she's a comic. Put her up on your show." And I'm like, full panic, like I'm not ready to do a right, show. Right. So scared. I've been on stage for like seven minutes my whole life. Right. And so then I go to. Um, Donnell comes up to me and he goes, oh, I have this new show. He's just starting. It was called uh, Mashup Mondays at Laugh Lounge. Yes. He goes, come do my show tomorrow. It was it was Sunday, so I had one day. And I go, oh, no, I'm not really ready. I just started. And he's just humiliated me in front of everyone. He goes, he's like, go hard or go home, son. And I was like, I love being called son because I'm from Philly and I wear yeah. hoops. So I'm like, oh, my God, a pass. Can I say it? And they're like, still can't say it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? No? Okay. But so he was like... Um, he was like, uh, come do my show. And I, you know, and he goes, go hard or go home. Don't tell people you're something. If this is what you want to do, you just say you want to do it and you just do it. Right. He goes, if Steven Spielberg came up to me and said, do what accent did he say? He clucked. He must have said African because he started clucking. <laughs> and um, he's yeah. like, I'm doing that African accent. I'm like, you've practiced that. I've seen you do it for about seven years yeah. on stage. But um, he, so he, um, shamed me and so what happened was I ended up going to the show on Monday and so then he from, abused you 
He abused me and it was great. <laughs> he abused his power and I'd like to take him down. I mean, I know we're not quite at black guys yet, so <laughs> yeah. I'll keep my mouth shut. We're I'll just take there. down my white guys. We're getting there. And Get by sex. the way, be careful how this goes because I will tell everyone you raped me. Um, Clip it. That's my power as a white woman. Yes. We okay. were roommates, so we would get, we we'll get to roommates. that. Oh, I cannot wait to tell we're roommates. We're going to get to that. That's that coming up quick, after this. would have been a quick raping. Um, <laughs> Quickie. A real quickie. So um, anyway, so I go to the show. I'm in the audience and he goes, he goes, you coming back next week to do the show? And I said, absolutely. So then I went like worked on my set and I went up and my friends came and I think my parents came. That's so embarrassing how many times I had my parents come yeah. to shows in the beginning. And yeah. I was telling like jokes about them that were not, Yeah, you they were it. not thought out. Like I was like, just like, you know, pretty much just outing my parents for horrible things. But yeah. Um, yeah, and it was really fun. And then he would bring me up every, I would do every Monday. He would give me five minutes. And he would do shit like, I would have my notes and he would just take my notes and he'd be like, go up now. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what? He goes, the work starts when you forget all your jokes. And then I'd be up there like, boo, 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 for five <laughs> minutes. And I was like, boo. He took me to laugh, uh, um, what is it, laugh house? What's the one in Philly? Laugh on a, house. Yeah, laugh house. And, house. Yeah, laugh. Yeah. Laugh. Laugh. Um, follow Friday. And so I went to, I did a show for him there. And fully bombed, like people booing. It was sure. amazing. I love a good, I love a good urban room. Yeah. They tell you the truth. That, the, the, oh, is that your birth control? What you know is what's it? so embarrassing? Is it your birth control? No, it's visualization. I'm supposed to visualize what I want in life. What? Is that really seriously Yeah, what it, it says is? visualization. I'm supposed to be like, Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. <laughs> Netflix, Tesla, Netflix, Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, Tesla. <laughs> and that's all I have, by the way. I just have like a Netflix account. I'm like, no, 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 I want to be on Netflix. <laughs> Not that they're like. Wait a minute. So what, so the alarm goes off and it says visualize. Does that mean like you meditate? I'm going to be honest. I've had it on there for about three weeks. I just turn it on. I, I push and every time I've never done it. <laughs> but no, but wait, hold the on. The alarm goes off. It goes off at 8 a.m., 8.40 a.m., 11, and I think like 7. And it's literally just to sit there and visualize what yes, you want. Yes, and not once have I ever done it. Somebody, <laughs> oh my God. Somebody just read the secret. But Is I do <laughs> do a lot of, I do a lot of, um, like that st type of stuff. Like, like, mm, like stuff like that? Like, mm. No, like, mm, like mm. you know, Buddhist shit, like Richard Gere shit. Yeah, I do Richard Gere shit. I put gerbils up my ass and I see how long it'll last. Shout out. Um, Why were you like, see how long it'll take her to bring up the gerbils up the no, ass? No, 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 not that. It's just, I feel like she is the show in the sense of every segment. She's starting to talk about 48 Laws of Power stuff. She just did an Anxiety Tuesday segment. She just did it. We do a segment every show called Anxiety Tuesday where we ask the guests what they do to practice their mental health and then your alarm went off. Oh, I have so much more stuff, yes. But my dad has a good... Uh, gerbil up the ass joke like he was he was telling me right. he was like um he's like because you know they're not letting you have emotional support animals on planes anymore yeah and my dad's like oh well it doesn't matter because my emotional support they, they'll never find it <laughs> <laughs> it's a gerbil it's a, my dad's funnier than literally every comedian and your dad's okay now right he's healthy because i yeah, remember we were roommates good. he was like every day you were like my dad's gonna die you were like he was like listen my dad's gonna die today and then he'd be like well, oh it's not that my entire life we, my dad was like it, what's so funny is my dad was an old dad but when i look back he was 41 so if i have kids i'm gonna be at yeah. least my dad's age right. by the time i have them i'm like oh my god so i was like my dad's elderly every time he'd fall asleep i'd check his breathing i swear to <laughs> God. I yeah. would go, if he didn't answer me, if I'd be like, Dad, you need to answer, I'd be like, Daddy, I would run up the stairs expecting to see him like face down, ass up. But never, never dead. But he, you know, he had a triple bypass when we were what, when we were roommates. Yeah, because when we were roommates, so the roommate situation was this. It was Well, you're about to drop a thing that's gonna really hurt, but it's okay, we can talk about it. Okay, so it, it happened. Was, it was an apartment. It was an apartment um in I think it was Kingsland. It was on Kingsland and Bushwick. It was across from um uh 
project and then down the street from a um, a rehab center for sexual abusers. Right. Yes. So, so never, and I was never raped by any of them. <laughs> oh there you go. Very disrespectful. No yes. one even tried to touch my ass. Nobody came in. Nobody did anything. Well, one of our roommates, Mike Racine, did go into your underwear closet and sniff your underwears when you weren't there. No, he 100%. I had a joke that, by the way, I did when we were pretty much doing open mics back yeah. in the day that I then did on the stage. I just randomly said it like a couple years ago while they were filming for the comedy store documentary and they put it in and I'm like living in this like, <laughs> do people think I've been doing my first joke oh, no. for 12 years? Yeah. <laughs> they put it in the, in the fucking doc. But um, about how Mike, the second day I lived with him, he was like, why do you lock your bedroom door at night? And I was like, why do you know I lock my bedroom door? <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. no reason for you to like, unless you want to come watch me sleep. Like, Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, because was it like, was- That's the best case scenario. That, that apartment. So it was my first apartment that I, I basically like moved out of my mom's house, which was only like- Basically. 10 blocks, 20 blocks from where this new apartment was. I stayed there probably- One night. I was going to say, I probably paid the rent to live there for an entire year. I probably stayed there in total for the year six nights. Do you, do you really think you stayed there six nights? I, I don't I even know if you even, I don't know that your head hit a pillow. No, I definitely slept there. I definitely slept there at least five or six nights. And I think, number one, two things. Number one, I think transitioning um, into a woman. No, transi transitioning. It's going well. You look great. Thank you. I like very that. Very feminine. You're very passable. Yeah. Um, um, transitioning to, from living from my, moving in my mom's house into roommate, with roommates, I don't think I was ready yet. And I genuinely, in my heart, still believed I was scared to sleep alone with the lights off. He and was not 46 my mom years here. old, by the yeah, way. I was 29 years old. So I, I just kept going back to sleep at my mom's house and then also I don't know how to fix or do anything this is when it really starts to hit me that like I'm, I may look like a man but I'm actually inside not right. a man that's the best thing about you because the drain <laughs> the drain in the shower because we knew Mike Racine was never going to be right. able to do anything you know except <laughs> pasta sauce I'm proud of him pasta sauce is who fantastic. knew he could squeeze tomatoes I mean he does have autism in his family so we should have guessed <laughs> yeah. but he's very good at squeezing things shout out Mike Racine's pasta sauce it is actually Absolutely delicious pasta sauce. Him and Joe DeRosa need to team up. I was just gonna say they should talk about it on Taste Buds. On Taste Buds. So, um, shout out Mike Racine. He's got a new baby on the way too. So, um, so, but um, uh, you couldn't fix anything. I couldn't fix anything because when our shower, our, our shower used to clog because your fucking clumps of hair would always fall into the shower. I, I, was I like, hope she, it was my hair. I genuinely didn't know. I was like, is Annie on chemo? Like every time <laughs> she takes a shower, the th and then so we would just stand it because nobody knew how to fix anything. That we was would, my pubes. We would just stand in a puddle of water to try to take a shower and I would like tell my mom because my mom would call me. She'd be like, how's everything going? I'd be like, oh, there's this problem, that problem, that problem. She's like, why do you, why would you move, like just live here until like you actually can afford having a place with no roommates. And I was like, yeah, but I don't think I'm ever going to be able to afford that. I know. That's like <laughs> insane to think about that. Yeah. It was like crazy. And then, and then I started, you know, I was doing physical therapy at the time. And then um, I think, and then eventually when you moved out, you moved out first. No, or I Racine lived there moved first. Out. No, Dan St. Germain moved out. No, we lived there for a long time after you. After me. We had several roommates. Who was, who came in after me? Okay, so it was Sean Donnelly's place first. He lived there with his uh, ex-wife and then his, they weren't broken up then. That's, <laughs> yeah. there's someone in my apartment building that does that. I'm like, why is your ex-husband always hanging out with your son? That's yeah. so weird. Yeah. I'm always like, is that his kid? I don't know. That's what I like it to is. start, I like you to start. Do, you got to do what me and, and we call her Vinny on the podcast. You do what me and Vinny did. Break up, get back together, have a kid right away. It's perfect. That's what we do. I love it. And then we'll break up, and then we'll break up again. We'll have a third kid. I know, Every time she's pregnant, just know it's because we, we are, we broke up and just got yeah, back together. Yeah, you want to give the kids a little ends with like a happy mm -hmm. ending. Yes, people, Anything's yeah. possible. If you, you know, think things are done, there's still oh, yeah, like no, a huge... No. My, my daughter will come up to me sometimes and be like, 
daddy, I don't know where you live. Because sometimes, sometimes I'm in my She has no idea. Now, now we took her here to LA. She's like, what's happening to me? I know. This place is so cute. But um, Racine used to slide. Um, one time he slid a piece of paper under my door that was just a stick figure cartoon of him holding a gun to my head while I suck his dick. <laughs> But that made you one laugh, time, right? Oh, I loved it. One time he was like, <laughs> one time he went, he went, you know what, Annie? Because I hated when he would like hit on me. I'm like, ew, leave me alone. Like we're yeah. friends, stop. Yeah. And he, he was like, he's like, you know what, Annie? You're really beautiful. And I spit in his face. <laughs> and then he, he was like, he was like, fuck that. And he went to his room and he got all of his like cum rags and thrown out and he threw them in my face. This is literally the funniest thing that's ever happened in my life. Like it's full blown me too at this point. But it's like, I mean, when we, we cry laughing, talking about that. He's like, can you stop bringing it up? He's like, maybe not publicly anymore. I have a kid on the way. But, um, and then he would, I'd be like sitting there. Sometimes I'd just be like sitting in the living room and he would come in and just spray my pussy with Febreze. I mean, it was good times. It was so fun. Shut up, Mike Racine. We had the best, we had the best time. He's the best. Dude, he came, Mike Racine came out, uh, this is a true story. I was moving from an apartment that I did stay in for a year in Brooklyn to move back into uh, back in with my family after I got thrown out for a year. <laughs> I was living in an, in an apartment building. I call Mike Racine to move me from my old apartment, you know, because he's like, oh, dude, he's like, I'm a mover. Like, just use me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I text him, whatever. Mike Racine shows up with just a, uh, a minivan that he had rented. <laughs> no help. I'm like, I thought you had like a moving company and a moving He's team. like, no, I move with you. Yeah, you pay like, me to help you I'm move. Like, you just charged me 800 bucks to, I moved. Like, I could have just got one of my friends to do this. And then one of the couches that he delivered, uh, that, that he helped me, it was like a, mo it had like a motorized, um, you know, like to put your feet out. Yeah. The cord snapped. He was like, ah, I'm not, you're not covered for those types of damages. I'm like, what? Okay, and then we get all the way to Brooklyn. I'm sorry, we get all the way to Staten Island because we had to drop something off at my father's house. We have to pay a toll. He had left something all the way back that my father <laughs> needed at my apartment in Brooklyn. He's like, you got to pay me for the extra gas and tolls. And I'm like, dude, this is your fault. This is your fault. And well, then it's funny, when he charges you like eight seventy five, you're like, that's got to be specifically his rent. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like, know. you know, he's like, <laughs> yeah. eight seventy six. Uh. Yeah. He was like, yeah, it's eight seventy five, and can you just get me like some orange juice and maybe a Keurig coffee machine or something? like that I'm like dude and then he texted me the next day he was like it was great seeing you I was like I never want to see you again dude he, listen, my favorite thing is he would call me when he was working for someone else's moving company he'd be like ah, I had a bad day I, I broke someone's table and I gotta pay them or whatever it's like he was like moving shit just dropping it yeah. and he's well, he'd have that pasta sauce on his fingers dude, just, he's like, a great he's a great Twitter follow too at Mike Racine yeah. R-E-C-I-N-E -E. go follow him and uh, he's great but um, he's yeah. perfect he's so, so funny so we were the roommates me you and Mike at, for very briefly and then and and then you, I didn't realize that you guys stayed so long because here's the thing. Here's what I didn't like about that building. There was one time where I went downstairs. Like I was genuinely like going to work and the owners uh, as the physical therapist and the owner of the building or the guy who lived on the Jose. first floor, Jose had like a legit pit bull off the leash going back and forth down the hallway in front of the door to get out of the apartment. Yeah. And I was like, he wasn't home or he had just leaves his apartment door open with this pit bull and I didn't go to work and I had to call work and be like, I can't get out of my house. There's a pit bull downstairs. I, it's a Cujo situation. You yeah, know what I, did you ever deal with that where the dog was just walking around? Uh, not the dog, but he, I actually liked those, the people, it was like his mom or someone and his, his yeah, he was a nice grandson. Guy, or, oh, I ended up getting in a fight with him because I was like, I can't pay you rent. The, I lived with, there was like a uh, radiator or a heater in my room 
and it would spew uh, boiling hot water and flood my room yeah. and burn me. And I would wake up like, like in hot yoga, like uh, yeah. I can't, yeah. like uh, popping windows in the, yeah. in the winter, just like almost dying. And also like the neighbor, there was always people like jumping off, killing themselves. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see no, people was, like, I'm like, oh, okay. It was a crazy. <laughs> and it was only like three floors. So you're like, that's like a risk. I'm like, you're just going to have like in fucking, um. Midsummer when the guy jumps and he's yeah. still alive. It's like, ah, yeah. ah. I know. I remember that building being like, having like a weird, almost like satanic energy. Yes, but to I it. told him, I go, Jose, I can't pay you. I'm living in literal hell. I'm burning to death. And he goes, oh, it's hell. How dare you? This is a beautiful apartment. But I'm like, ah, uh, sorry, man. He totally like powered. He fucking laws of powered me yes. and flipped it on me. And then I'm apologizing to him. What? I was so, like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect your... <laughs> I'm fucking burning to death, but that's fine. Is your apartment in LA better than the one that we lived in in New York? My apartment in LA is like every apartment around me is under construction and I'm just trying to stay until they buy me out and they keep going like, we're going to buy you out. And then they'll be like, all right, we'll send you this number. And then I'm like, great. And then they're like, we changed your mind. We don't want to give you any money. And I'm like, all uh, right, but I think I'm just going to leave. Dude, 48 laws of power is the way to get out of any situation. I do have one oh, question. Has one Are you question. getting paid we, by this guy? We, no, we're not. I genuinely, he's going to he, come on the podcast. Though. Oh yeah. He went on Whitney's podcast. He Whitney did, was, Green. oh my God, you got to watch it. Whitney's like, Hi, Robert Green. I'm like, ew, Whitney. <laughs> She's like, Robert. I'm like, Whitney. Clip it, clip it. It's so crazy. I'm like, Whitney, leave this man's married. Pimp has a question, which Pimp always has good questions. I do have a question. Do you have any embarrassing like stories of Chris barking or back in the day? Like, oh, like a like DMX style, like or? anything or anything yeah. you remember about the apartment with me in it. I or? mean, you not living there was. was I mean, good. I mean, he really only lived there for one day. Like, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, like, I was taking it personally. We thought it was gonna be fun because Mike and I had so much fun there. Yeah, you had to like audition roommates, and I yeah. won the audition. We ended up just bringing anyone in, and it really got it got dark after that. We yeah. were just like, "Come on in." You were dating. You were dating a guy. Oh, a very obese man. Okay, don't don't mention his name. Oh no. No, let's talk shit on him so we don't have to mention. We can talk, we can trash him more if we don't say his name. Got it. Yeah. So your ex, so your ex boyfriend used to date who um, I thought was a nice guy. Um, uh, so did I. Who? <laughs> to be honest with you, in who the breakup. Said all, my mom until she was weeping twice. Yeah, I know. I know. In the breakup, we all kind of took his side. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, it's not true. No, no, it's not true. No, we took Annie's side. Um, well, you must have been like, how molested were you, Annie? This guy well, well, is yeah. fucking physically hideous. I mean, he's one of the most hideous men I've ever seen. I know. In my life. I was like, oh boy. And it's uh, not like if he lost the weight, like the face wasn't good either. I remember. I remember too going into because you had a big, you had the biggest room, and one day you like your door was open. I took a peek inside, or maybe I was in with you, and it was just like you had like all pictures of like you and your father up. I was like, this girl has deep, deep, deep trauma. Oh, yeah. happening? Well, it's because yeah. my dad was so old. I yeah. ended up doing ayahuasca, and I was like, my whole ayahuasca trip was me like being like, your dad's going to die, bitch. Get ready for it. Like, <laughs> I had a funeral for him in my ayahuasca trip. Can I ask you something about ayahuasca? Because because Vinny's um, ex-husband, who we had on the podcast, took ayahuasca, and another good friend of mine took ayahuasca. When you took ayahuasca, did, what, what, did you have an opinion about God? Did your opinion about God change? Anything with God? No, because it's this like woman comes came to me and talked to me. Who and who? Do you look and like God's not a woman. Ew. <laughs> 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 Ariana Grande. That's disgusting. Do you? Did you? So not what a woman you? anymore. She did transition. Yes. What did you experience on ayahuasca? God is her dead name. We don't say that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um. What did I experience on ayahuasca? I um. Well, I always my feeling about God has always kind of been. Because with Quakerism, God's in the form of an inner light that's in everyone and everything except that ex-boyfriend. <laughs> God is trash. Um, yes. God right. is, wow, the God, Quaker God sounds a lot like COVID. Yes, <laughs> yes, he does. everywhere, it's in everybody. It's in elderly people. He brings them on. Um, he takes <laughs> yeah. them on to the next life. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just that was just death on their door. Um, no, but so, yeah, so. Um, Ayahuasca. I feel, yeah, it was like, it definitely was like tapping into like Bless a you. higher level of something that was like, 
but that's already inside you. That's what's so wild about so it. So when you came out of that experience, because I'm genuinely contemplating maybe trying to do it for the Patreon, um, <laughs> patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Um, also, uh, patreon.com slash Annie Letterman. Yes, go, go to Annie Also, Letterman. I'm doing cameos, baby, and I'm not ashamed of it. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it, baby. Listen, do you know how expensive my jokes are? And you're going to get a fucking... Exactly. You're going to get a one to seven minute cameo from me. And she has the Bloodbath Podcast. It's like, listen, Bloodbath if podcast. this apartment building ain't going to buy her out, cameo's going to buy yeah, her bitch. out. Yeah, bitch. And also, I have my own podcast, Me Inspiration, that's been on hiatus because I had cluster headaches, but it's coming back soon. Chris, coming will you do Coming back soon. It? There you go. Chris, will you do it? I yes. want, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come on it. Ayahuasca. So ayahuasca, when you were on it, though, did anything like profoundly change? Yes. Because, because people say like, oh, the, our good friend of the show, Mike Cannon, says like, you need to do Who? like- no, I'm just kidding. I know. That? What's that guy? Yeah, Mike. Is he's a dad, right? Shout he's out a Mike kid. Yeah, he's got, so he's a, he's the only Does he have two now? No, he's got his one oh. child, but he, he pulls off salt and pepper hair like better than anybody. Yeah, when did he get older than all of us? He was like such a young guy and then he just yeah. shot ahead of us. When he watched, yeah, when he watched you get a bigger career then. <laughs> he just went fully gray. You know, I'm kidding. I Shout thought you were going to say when he saw the baby Baby come out. But. Yeah, yeah. No, he was already great. He, uh, <laughs> I want to shout out my aunt Colleen, who's been using the Lucy nicotine gum, and this lady was smoking for forty-five years. She hasn't put a cigarette in her mouth ever since she started taking Lucy. It is a nicotine company that was founded by Caltech scientists, so you know these are smart kids, and it's just the best. Lucy.co is where you're going to go and use the promo code Chaos. And what is it? If you go to Lucy.co promo code Chaos. Lucy.co promo code chaos. You get 20% off your products. I always forget this one because it's so mind blowing to me that you get 20% off. That's a big, 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 big discount. All you have to do is go to Lucy.co, that's Lucy.co, and use the promo code chaos, C H A O S, 20% off all your products on your first order. You can't go wrong. It's 2021. Get rid of the ciggies. Get rid of the ciggies. Unplug your vape. Throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum. They got beautiful favor. And they have lozenges, by the way. You'd like to suck on something, which I know some of my fans do. They got wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. And, you know, and uh, Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine and a cherry ice flavor. I love a little cherry ice. And uh, each and every flavor tastes great. And my Aunt Colleen has been using it, and she can confirm that it well, all tastes the, awesome. The flavors are only for the gum. Oh, the flavors are only for the gum. Sorry. So the, the gum is only winter, winter green cinnamon, pomegranate. The lozenge is cherry ice flavor. So all you got to do is go to lucy.co, use the promo code chaos, and you get 20% off. Um, I also have to give this disclaimer, so it's just what it is. Uh, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code CHAOS. They told me to legally say that, so I freaking said it. Now pay me. Transcend Labs. I love CBD. You know I'm Chrissy CBD. I've been really working on my anxiety a lot, and this has helped me so much. You know, the two things in my life that have helped me the most get my anxiety down are CBD and not going to church. Those are the two things. Once I got Jesus out of my life and CBD into it, the whole life changed. Transcend Labs is the one that we've been using. Pimp uh, gave me some um, that we do in the Chris and Eddie show um, and on my Patreon, and, and we started taking these products, and I was like, wow. Let's get these guys involved because Transcend Labs, you know, there's a lot of CBD products out there, let's be honest, but they voted number one CBD product, uh, Transcend Labs was voted number one by LA Weekly. So that's pretty big. LA Weekly is pretty big. I mean, I'm in LA right now. I, are they going to be voted one num in New York Weekly? Probably. New York Weekly going to give them number one too when I bring the news back to New York City. 
But I'm telling you, Transcend Labs, this CBD product was legit. I know, again, I know there's a lot of CBD to choose from. Transcend Labs is just dope. I've taken it. I was so anxious taking it at first, and it's done nothing but help my anxiety and drive my anxiety almost to zero, and I feel good. I mean, I've been going to the gym, working out. You know, it's been awesome. I've, I've just, you know... I don't know. It's I'm so calm. I may come out of the closet to my dad sooner than later. I don't know. All you got to do is go to transcendlabs.com. That's T-R-A-N-S-C-E-N-D-L-A-B-S.com and enter the code Chrissy D. Okay, not chaos. You got to enter the code Chrissy D, which is C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-D at checkout. And guess what? You're going to get 50% off your order. So 50% off your order, you might as well try it. It's 50% off if you just put the promo code Chrissy D, C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-D, transcendlabs.com, number one CBD, voter number one, visit transcendlabs.com and enter the code Chrissy D. I'm telling you, this is one that is really going to help you out. If you've never tried CBD, try it out. If If you're a CBD connoisseur, then, you know, just use this one too, because I'm telling you, this is the one that I've been using. It's the one that works and I haven't stuck it up my butt yet, but the night is young. Welcome to Melt Time. It's Titi Jerry's time, guys. Hey. What would you give, what advice would you give to a woman who's on a, a, a date where she's afraid of the guy she met off the internet? She, that she met over the internet? Yeah, and she feels scared of him. Have she ever met him? Like she. This is the first time, and she's afraid of what's going to happen. What do you do? What do you do on a date? I mean, when you I think- will give her an advice, and I would tell her to get to really know him first, get to know his family, and everything. What background he comes from, and everything. What kind of job he got? You know, check check his his. You know, check um. You know everything about him before even meeting him. You know, his background and everything. What would be your red flag for a potential person you're dating? I would not. I I just tell her to be careful, you know? Like if you were dating somebody and they did something that you would break up for break up with them for, what would it be? Just cheating? What would it be? For lying. For lying. Lying. Have you ever had to break up with somebody in prison? Oh, yeah. How'd that go? How, how, how do you break up in prison? I just tell them, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be with you no more. That's it. Wow. And I just go with somebody else. I meet somebody else. And then they fight. But they end up fighting and all that. And one of them leaves. So the first one, they got to leave. So then I'll stay with the one that didn't go nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) If the other one got transferred, then hey, bad luck for you. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, but I'll tell tell people these days to be careful when they date... um, on the internet and all that, because it's really dangerous. You don't know who you're messing with and everything, and, you know, just really find out where that person really comes from, his background and everything, before you get to go and meet him in person. It's scary. You know, uh, yeah. Ella Jill writes in, what's a crime you think shouldn't be illegal? A crime? Yeah. Like something you, you can get arrested for that you shouldn't. I think smoking marijuana. Well, it got legalized yesterday here. I know, because they really be locking up a lot of people for having marijuana on them, but I heard they're making it illegal now. You know, or, or little things like that, like, you know, yeah, nothing then, really important. Have you seen, like, people get locked up with you that shouldn't be there, and then they turn into, like, they get kind of traumatized by jail and go the other way? Oh, yeah. All the time? Mm-hmm. 
what all like the time. do you have any stories about one like how like when they go to the other way like me no here make sure to talk into mike no no like uh somebody who who you're seeing in jail and you go this guy shouldn't be here and then after a few weeks he's like a hardened he's one of the hardest guys in the cell block Oh, yeah, 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 it happens. There's few guys in there that they think they're all that, that they run the jail and everything. Even the officers be afraid of them. The officers, they be afraid of the guys like that sometimes and everything, you know. They become, a lot of people don't get along with people like that because they, they become like snitch, you know. They yeah. call him a snitch. And they be and the other inmates will be afraid of him because they, they can't do nothing around him because, and they can hurt him. They can do anything to him. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, he's one of the highest guy in there that all the officers respect and all this and that. And he can move any way he wants around the jail. So a lot of people are afraid to cut him or do anything to a guy like that. Wow. That's you know? crazy. Yeah. Tanner Lar- Largent. Sorry, I'm screwing up these names. How accurate does... How accurate does TT think prison shows like Orange is the New Black is in real life? Is that accurate? Yeah, some of it, some of it, some of it, what they do on TV is kind of real. Yeah, things they do like there and parts? everything. Like little... It happens like in the showers. Yeah. You know, in the showers. So they go in the showers and while you're taking a shower, they will cut you or stab you. Wow. You know, things like that. Yeah. The showers sound... Yeah, well, you the love showers, the showers, though. For some guys, not for me. The showers is great for me. Because <laughs> I ain't causing no problem. I'm just looking for one thing. Make sure you're talking to Mike. I'm just looking for one thing, and that's what they were looking for, too. So <laughs> the showers really ain't no dangerous for me. It's really not that bad for me. So the shows are pretty accurate. They're pretty Yeah, good. they are. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Chris P. wrote in, has TT ever thought about working with, with prisoners as a mentor? For transitioning tra- slash transitioned inmates? No. No, you never... No, I never want to see prison again. I never want to step another foot in there for anything. No. Good for you. I'd be the no. same way. Um, There's other jobs I could get. I've been in there living all my life. Why would I want to go back in there? To, no. No, it seems I like don't. a trap. Yeah. No. He said, like, you know, like doing psychedelics, like a mushroom or ayahuasca, like it opens up like that third eye, whatever. But like for comedians and entertainers, it's so important because like it unlocks things that you jokes you would never thought of routes you would never take. Yeah. Do you feel that that was true? Yeah, it was insane. I was OK. Two of my hallucinations were one was about my dad, but I had like a eulogy for my dad. I was like mourning my dad who is still alive. And barely, I was, barely. How did he not get taken out by COVID? Because they fucking stayed in. They were so good. My parents are angels. They're COVID angels. I was genuinely <laughs> thinking about that. Like when COVID first hit, I was like, if Annie Letterman's dad survives this, it's not real. Dude, honestly, <laughs> the, 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 the earth would have burned if my dad went down. Like oh, I yeah. would, I mean. I was like, you thought she was a bitch in 2009? I would have been like, <laughs> I would have been like, Sam Tripoli, it's not real. <laughs> Sam Tripoli would be beheaded right now. I'd have him on a stick. Oh, uh, we should do it anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, so what happened? Ayahuasca hallucinations. Okay, so I'm having this like funeral for my dad. And my, I'm like, I'm crying. I'm giving a eulogy. I'm thinking of him as like the, the leader of our tribe. I'm seeing how I have, you know, I have two brothers and, and my my older brother has two sons and my my twin brother has two daughters and I'll obviously have a um, hermaphrodite. Yes. <laughs> so like, you know, I'm just like, oh my God, we have this perfect family. I'm thinking about which I love my sister-in-laws. I'm like, my mother, the matriarch. Like I was just seeing how my dad has like trickled through us and all these, and I was just, this is so incredible. And then 
And as I'm crying for my dad, like he's dead, right? I'm crying, crying, crying. I put my hand on my chest to like relieve it. And then my hand gets all heavy and his hand is inside my hand. And his body, he's inside me. This is the only time it's okay for your dad to be inside you. Right. But he was like inside me. And I was like, oh my God, like my dad will never die because he is me and he will always live like through me. And I'm like crying. And it just was like this... Wow. Like relief of this sort of like fearing of this inevitable thing's going to happen. And it was really amazing. And then I called my dad afterwards. Like I was driving home, by the way. I was like still fucked up. I was like, <laughs> I'm like oh my God, this guy's so beautiful. Oh, wait, don't turn the wheel with it. And I'm like almost like crashing. And I'm like, dad, I'm like, okay with you dying. And he's like, Jesus fucking Christ, bitch. <laughs> oh, what so you hell? didn't go to like Peru or anything like that. You did this no, like No, in- but my shaman is uh, my shami. I am shami's <laughs> Padma's favorite. Yeah. Um, he, it's so funny how much my ego's involved. I'm like, do you like me the best? Do you like me? Did I have the best share, <laughs> but he um, he came to the comedy store. He is from South Africa, but he lives in Brazil, and he studied in Peru and gets all his medicine from there, and does like all of his chants and stuff are from Peru. Would you suggest like um, ayahuasca? Yeah. You would suggest like people should do it. Can you die? Can you get stuck in that? Like, what are the what are the possible repercussions of it? Negative repercussions. Um, I think maybe if you're not wanting to like go to dark places, because it's like what I always learned from DMT, from well, even DMT mushrooms. As well. I've done a, like a, we're f- yeah. little by little finding out that Annie is in full drug. Well, I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, She's like, I'm I've been sober, sober since 2009. No, for I've been alcohol. sober since 2009. You know, other than ketamine, yeah. special, uh, she's like, she's like ketamine, uh, Adderall. Yeah. Um, specifically, I haven't had a Budweiser cocaine, specifically yes. since 2009. But everything else counts. Bud Light does not count. Yes. It's light. Bud it's barely count. beer. Corona barely beer. Count. It's like water. Yeah, it's so funny. No, but I do anything that's like mind expanding, I will do. Right. Um, and Coke if it's there. But um, <laughs> yeah, you just a go. little bit. How else are you going to taste if your smell was knocked out from COVID? Well, sometimes you got to stay up to do more hallucinogens. Um, I'm like, come on, I got <laughs> yeah. more more acid to do. But, That's very interesting. Because, but here's what I learned yes. from all my hallucinogens. Yeah. That this is the feeling I always get. That like when you confront life for what it is, it is equally as like fucking insanely gorgeous as it is disgustingly hideous so like with life comes death and all these things and it's like you have to confront that there's like both sides of it so ayahuasca for me is like it's hard right because it's so you're seeing that and you're thinking about are you kidding <laughs> come on in kids daddy's lap okay she's trying to get double pregnant no, a lot of times like i'll say something so stupid and she'll walk in and get the mic and just be like you cut that out or be like say that mother say that shit again i'll throw you out again <laughs> Show like, me my face. things like that again so but Vinny. Oh, now she's looking at me. Okay, keep going. About ayahuasca. <laughs> but, any, but yeah, but it's so, you know, if you're not ready for it, you'll, I think you'll know. Like if you're not. Yeah, because, because there's, because some people I've heard, they'll take it and they'll just like vomit and it'll be like an experience that they're like, I can't, I never want to go near that but again. But the vomiting is not like vomiting. It's not the same type of thing. It's like purging. So, okay, for instance, when I did my first ayahuasca trip, Brody Stevens had just killed himself and Shut I up, was Brody. like, so, okay, so my first side of the trip, I was on this side, which is supposed to be your feminine, no, your masculine side. The right so side, I was the thinking, masculine yeah, side. Yeah, so I was thinking about my dad I was thinking about all that stuff and then when I flipped over I was like thinking about my mom and then I started thinking about Brody and I started really losing about Brody because I was thinking about Brody and how he didn't rest because we all loved him so much we saw yeah. him like every night he was just such like a part of our lives and it was just like crazy that he that he fucking that he that 
to he got life. away. Like it was crazy. It was like yeah, insane. Be, because I obviously knew uh, Brody Stevens, and you know, if you guys don't know him, check him out. I'm sure you do. If you're if comedy fans, he's he's His the best. His new stuff is like killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's he, like he, wow. Well, somebody you'll see some new comic eventually, like just take his ambiance oh, and everything course, because yeah. he so was so uniquely. Yeah. Did you guys see a ghost hunting thing? Went to the comedy store, and apparently they thought they communicated with him. Oh, really? God, so it was rude. so well, ridiculous. Well, because I didn't know him. So that, rude. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the thing that was upsetting, I guess this is anybody not- who commits suicide too. Is they, I heard people's multiple people say kind of the same thing where they they think like he just had like a bad five minutes. He like, was on. He yeah. was changing drugs. He was either going on them or off. I was talking to him the day before his last day at the comedy store, which was a Wednesday. He killed himself on Friday. They found him on Friday, and I was talking to him right in front of the parking lot and. We were like, and he was like, yeah, it's just like my meds. I'm like fucked up. Like I just am really down. And I was like, have you tried Special K? I literally was like, no, no. no I was like, you should talk to like Neil Brennan because Neil Brennan had just done like ketamine therapy. And I was like, because the thing with ketamine therapy is a lot of people say that when you're like antidepressants take a long time to to start working. So you have like two weeks where you're kind of fucked up, right? I, and wait, you're like, ketamine as therapy? They do ketamine therapy. Yeah. So that's what Luis Gomez was doing in the woods at... At the right, I mean, I I've done some them. therapy at a few raves myself. <laughs> yes. Um, wow, so interesting. So they can control ketamine. Yeah, they have it. They give it to you uh, intravenously. Is that what you, what's it called? Yeah. And I- intravenously, what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I suck someone's dick at that doctor's office. <laughs> I've sucked a lot of dick for K, but it was a medical situation. Yeah. But yeah. so he, um, so I was like suggesting that, and it was just like a weird situation. It was just like, he just was like in a bad spot, you know? Right, and he had right. had that before, but he was inpatient when he had had that. And it just like sucked that he just didn't, and he was reaching out and talking to all of us, but we didn't know he was going to fucking kill himself. Right. Yeah. And so it's my fault. And yeah. So you, yeah. <laughs> so you, so you saw in your ayahuasca trip, you realized that you act, in fact killed Brody. Yes. I, I realized <laughs> that. No, but what, okay. So I was realizing, the police are here. okay. I was realizing that, mm. um, I was feeling like, uh, in my trip, I was feeling like twitches like I get PTSD twitches from traumatizing childhood but um Avi I'm a comedian um but so like I was getting like these twitches and stuff and I was realizing like I felt like there was like um like a like wings inside me or something right so then I was like I was crying about Brody I was crying about Brody I was like it's just like so sad that he didn't feel how much we loved him and I was like Mm -hmm. hugging him and just like because he was just like our family you know and so I was just like crying 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 and thinking about Brody and just like giving him a hug and and then I just like felt like I needed to purge and I hadn't thrown up yet and so I just sat up and you bring a bucket it's BYOB, bring your own bucket. <laughs> and I brought my bucket. Do not bring appreciated in. That's really nasty. But yeah. so you bring it and like, and I was just like, um, I felt like I wanted to like get this thing out of me. So it wasn't like I'm puking, I feel bad. I was like, it was coming out and and it felt like it was this is so great, but it felt like my ancestors were like pushing this thing out. And it felt like there was like this egg. You know, I could feel this egg oh and I'm trying to get this egg out. It was like my throat was giving birth and I like didn't want to push it too hard or whatever, you know? So I was like, just like letting it come out. And I was like getting help from my fucking ancestors. And then all of a sudden, like when I started to purge, a fucking bird flew out of my mouth. Wow. And I mean, no one there was like, there's a bird, but like, it's like, I felt like a bird flow out, fly out and it felt like Brody was like flying out of me. Wow. And it just felt like I got this like relief of like, maybe like, guilt that I was feeling or whatever that I was like attached to. Interesting. It was crazy, yeah. And did, when you came out of that, did you genuinely feel better? It was a pigeon, be- sorry, shit right on my head. <laughs> did you One gen- wing. <laughs> did you genuinely feel better? Yes, like, I did. Like, interesting. So do you feel like you actually are in a better state mentally, emotionally, and all that because of the psychedelic yeah, experiences? Yeah, I did it. I've done it four times. So I've done it 
two weekends, but twice each time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it's been like incredible. So there was that one. And then the next time I did it, I had been on this on and off again relationship with this guy and I couldn't like, I just needed to cut it and I couldn't cut it. It was like, he obviously wasn't good for me. And I had a dream or I had a, a vision of like, my life is this tree. And <laughs> I went down this one branch was like, if I married this guy. Right. So I'm like, all right, just go see what this is going to be. So I go down this branch with this guy and we immediately have like the most special needs uh, kid, no. the most R kid you've ever seen. Like, I mean, the most, like, not just like, not like you push him around in a wheelchair. Like, I worked with kids with special needs. Like, I'm great with wheelchairs. Yeah. I'd be a great wheelchair mother. But it was like, it was like, it was like bones and skin, and it was breathing, and there was like eyeballs on each side of it. And we're like standing around the crib, and both of us like, we shouldn't have done this. Oh, oh my God. God. And then he just started to shrivel up and get old and like crumple up like an old apple. He was like shriveling up. Oh, my God. And it was terrifying. getting really dark, and then that was the end. And then the the rest of the tree, I couldn't see it, but I could feel it was like blooming and blossoming and blue. And I was like, oh, I are green, not blue. But I was like, oh my God, I have to never fucking touch this guy again. And then it was just like, it was like a lesson. That was and then like, you literally got out of that and cut it. Yeah, cut done. It. Wow. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, okay. That's like a, like a, like it just gives you like the answers you need. And I remember saying also, what is there something I can do for my career to like, what's the next step for my career? And it literally was like mother Call ayahuasca. What's that? Call little Lester. My, well, she, the mother ayahuasca goes like, you need to like get your girls going. Yeah. You have all the guys, like you need yeah. to get a girl audience. Like you need to like, it literally was three girls in my head and it was like, it was like Powerpuff Girls. It was like rainbows and sunshine and all this stuff. It <laughs> yeah. was like, get your girls going. And I was like, didn't understand. Cause I was like, yeah, but they're not funny. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, I, I, listen, I was born with both. Um, and now your podcast is you, little Esther and Kalila. And Kalila and it's banging. Yeah. It's so Can good. we say little Esther anymore? Or is it just Esther now? What's the deal? No, you can say, yeah, you can say, yeah, you can say what, Esther. She doesn't like it. It's Edgar. It's, it's Edgar no. now. With Edgar. No, you can say little Esther. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, 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 uh, I, I the, the podcast, um, I just, I, I, it's, it's pretty powerful shit. It's one of those things where having a daughter, sometimes I feel like, and this is right, ready for some mansplaining, just eat, you know, man stuff right now. Sometimes I feel like having a, being like a comedian and having a daughter this is crazy what I'm about to say, and I'll probably get yelled at by you for it, but that's what I want to say to you, is, is, is sometimes I feel like having a daughter, like, and being a father of a daughter, like, I'm more, like, responsible to, for, like, women in comedy and all that stuff than, like, a woman in comedy with no kids. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, you think that, well, you have a, you have a horse in the game. Yes. Yeah. I almost feel like, you know, like some woman, you know, in the race, Ugh. in the comedy will, you know, say something about like, you don't understand this or that. And I'm like, you don't even have a daughter. I have a daughter. I fucking, I'm thinking all day, every day about women, helping women and all that stuff. And I sometimes I feel like as a man, I'm like, ah, but don't say that publicly. But then I was like, you could say it in front of Annie. Yeah. I don't care. It's okay. Whatever you want. Yeah. So well, I don't not know. Just I don't, one daughter. No, I now I have a second daughter on the way. Who we oh said, because we found out yesterday, the gender reveal, that my, you know, we're going to have another girl. And, um, and I told... The uh, shit you must have done to women to deserve this. <laughs> Every time a guy gets two girls, it's like, wow, you were in some, you did some yeah, shit. Yeah, my 20s, early 30s was no point out. But, but we're still, obviously I made a promise to the fans and all that. And, you know, Vinny's like, you're not going to do this for a bit. I'm like, yes, I am. We're still, even though it's a girl going to name it Donald, that's 100%. You have to. Uh, you Donald, have to. Donald DeStefano is her Donald name. Donald Trump DeStefano. Donald Trump. Do it. I want to name her 2024 DeStefano. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right, 48 Lows of Power. 48 Lows of Power, real quick. Oh, hi, honey. You okay? Hello. You want to say something to the mic? Annie, have you listened? Can, you, have, you Can listen- I have one high five, please? Have you listened to one thing Annie said? 
Oh, yeah. What? She can't come in front of the cameras. Oh, only yeah, her voice. Okay, okay, yeah, because, yeah. All right, go ahead. Go You're a good girl. She does listen. Look at how beautiful she is. Isn't she you, beautiful, she is beautiful gorgeous. Kid? And you said the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life when we were in the makeup chair and Girl Code. What Guy Code versus Girl Code, which, by the way, how was that even able to happen? I know. It was like, literally, the, the topics were like, they were like, do you think women should get paid as much? And they're like, Charlamagne, you say no. And Charlamagne's like, nah. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What did I say in the chair? I don't remember. You were like, you were like, listen, every time I have a bad day, you're like, every time I'm having a bad day, I'll just walk into the kitchen. My daughter will put a hat on and it'll fall off. You're like, she's wearing a hat or something. It was like something about her putting on a hat that made me laugh so hard. Make you laugh so hard. Yeah, I know. Well, because she like having a child, it like snaps you out of our careers because there's a lot of stuff that happens in comedian's career or entertainer's career or really anybody's career where like you can get very much consumed about oh I didn't get that my right. boss didn't give me a promotion so boring, but yeah. like she will just come out like literally she just made like we went to Whitney Cummings house um, who's got you know beautiful house we're in the pool having a great time and then we get back in the car and Delilah my daughter's like she's like um, you know dad like we need to get a house like Whitney Cummings is her name Delia and you just yeah. so it's <laughs> Donald and Delia Delia and Donald I love this I love it <laughs> So we, so, so she was like, so my daughter was like, she was like, we need to get a house like Whitney. And I'm like, well, you know, like I'm trying, like, you know, that's why daddy I'm does. trying, bitch. I was like, I know. Daddy's I like, fucking trying. I was like, I was like, well, if you know, if your mother's teaching freaking Zumba. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Why don't you come on camera? If you're on camera, maybe we'll make more <laughs> yeah. money. Maybe we make some money. Kids make um, money. <laughs> um, 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 and we, and we, uh, listen, if you're a man, if you were born a man or identify as a man and you want to feel comfy, want to be in your clothes, I got the solution. Mac Weldon clothes. I have Mac Weldon stuff. It's so unbelievably comfortable. It's like the best. And it's Mac Weldon is a one-stop shop for men's basics. They got socks, shirts, hoodies, underwears, polos, active shorts, whatever you need, babe. Mac Weldon has you covered. Um, it's just one of those things that like if you're a guy and you just want to, you know, it's hard for us to buy clothes sometimes where I'm like, I don't know what the hell I want, but I just go to Mac Weldon and they got everything I need. They got custom fabrics. They got... um. They got, you know, all the, 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 the good stuff. 18 hours silver, uh, air knit X, dry knit, warm knit. Um, and it's a, Mac Weldon has created a totally free loyalty program. Level one gets you free shipping for life, okay? Not for a year, for life. Once you reach level two by spending $200, Mac Weldon gives you 20% off every order for the next year. I mean, these people are like giving it away. It's unbelievable. Mac Weldon wants you to be comfortable. So if you do not like your first pair of underwear, you can keep them and they'll still refund you. No questions asked. It doesn't matter if you sharten them. It's the best. And even more of a discount, here's the thing for the Chrissy Chaos listeners, Mac Weldon, that's M-A-C-K-W-E. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N dot com slash chaos and enter the promo code chaos, 20% off your first order. So they're already giving you 20%. Now you get another 20% off your first order and it's amazing. All you got to do is go to MacWeldon.com slash chaos as the URL, then enter the promo code chaos when you're done shopping. I mean, you can't lose. Mac Weldon, I'm telling you, it's comfy, wumpy clothes. I got a pair of underwear upstairs. I got socks up there. I got a sweatshirt from Mac Weldon. It's actually the best. I mean, I want to meet this guy, Mac Weldon. He sounds like he's got a nice, thick hog. And, you know, we're in the car and she's just like, very keeps it real. I'm like, I'm like, I, you know, I'm trying. And she's like, you need to try harder. And I was like, yeah, babe, but like, you know, it's, you don't just snap it. You know, you don't just snap your fingers and get a house like Whitney. And she's like, why don't you just dye your hair blue? 
Like oh that was my her, God. That was her thing in her. She's like, just dye your hair blue, stupid. And I'm like, maybe that's what I need to do. People will look at me more. I know. Yeah. Oh, and then dye pink when people are sick of the blue. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Just go full Antifa. So, um, okay, so here, 48 Laws of Power. Real quick, let's get to this. Um, uh, the law that we picked for you, the law that, I know, look, Vin, it's like, you will not listen to their conversation. Um, <laughs> I know. So have pretty. You, have you guys been, in, like, hearing pretty much the whole podcast? Uh oh, here we go. Here she comes. Say, speak so pretty, by the way. You are so How pretty. Beautiful is she? Well, Prettier like, even in person, honestly. That's why I'm. That's why I'm staying away because you look like fucking Scarlett Johansson. You're like, <laughs> like, but I don't want to say Sandra Bullock because <laughs> you're like, you're like hotter than Sandra. Oh, speaking of Sandra Bullock, guess what? Delilah's favorite movie is Bird Box. She oh, wants to sit, fun. We, watched, we watched Bird Box last night, and she got pissed when we turned it off. And then when we put on the jungle, Were you like the plot doesn't make sense. No, no when, we, when we put it on the Mowgli, which is like the Jungle Book yeah. for Disney. Disney, she was scared, scared and terrified. It was like somebody sleeping in the bed with me. She literally wants to go to sleep watching Bird Box over Disney movies. But God, she's your daughter. She is my daughter. Yeah, and whose daughter side, is that inside I'm you? I'm sort of attractive and I'm attracted to you. On another side, if Chris looks at you for more than three seconds, I'm going to fight him later. Don't worry. We <laughs> no, no, no. Chris, Chris has never made any sexual advance to me ever. <laughs> right. So say that again. Say never that again. once a sexual advance to me once ever. There you go. Did we have it on from camera? The start. Right. I never, from the start. I never, never, never. Never, never, never. Let's did. be real. He's a tit man, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wasn't. He's like, sir, can you get away? I'm trying to look at this yeah. hot girl. Yeah, I wasn't attracted. I was like, I also look like Taylor Hanson, so maybe that's the one yeah. he sees. I was like, I was like, I was. I'm like, like a mirage. You know, sometimes people see a naked lady, and then other times it's dolphins. Stop, stop. I was like, yeah. Keep going, girl. Don't yeah. stop. Yeah. I was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Law 30. Oh, no, no. Here For we go. Tim no. I like to call myself Kim Dillon. Kim Dillon. <laughs> um, here we, no, we just thought that it reminded us that. So this is Law 46, and this is what um, Annie, uh, because, you know, according to Vinny, Annie, Annie That's looks- That's my age, 46. Annie look looks good. too perfect. <laughs> but Law 46, the law is never appear- too perfect. Oh, God. Oh, that's so sad. He lost that's the one you picked for me? You're like, she's a little off. <laughs> no, I always like to say I dress like, like you want to see that I got like a little bit molested? Like, oh, was yeah. she? She was molested. Well, that, that's, that's what it is. That's why I never hit on you because I was like, you know, she has daddy issues, but not really. So I'm not attracted to that. She doesn't have a tattoo on her tit. Not attracted to no that. No tattoos. Yeah. So I'm like, that, lost my Virginia on a waterbed in Northeast Philadelphia. <laughs> that's a plus for me. Yes. Yo. In a basement. Okay. Uh -oh. To the music of DMX. RIP. Miss you. Oh miss you. God. Love you. Um, no tramps. Stamp. Here we go. Miracle. Law 46, never appear too perfect. Judgment. Appearing better than others is always dangerous, but most dangerous of all is to appear to have no faults or weaknesses. Envy creates silent enemies. It is smart to occasionally display def defects and admit to harmless vices in order to deflect envy and appear more human. That's why I flash my tits. People go, oh, poor thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's what she's been dealing with? Only gods <laughs> and the dead can seem perfect with impunity. So... There you go. So that's one of those things where I would like to read, you know, because I feel like, and that's why, like, you know. Um, um, I'm honestly surprised you can read. I'm very impressed. <laughs> a lot, you know what? A lot this of people huge. are. I know. I went on the Whitney Cummins podcast, and she had a part. She had a game at the end of the podcast of just words that she thought I couldn't read or spell, and I read and spelled them all. I was like, yeah, I have a doctor. That's so embarrassing that she literally had, like, a team of people come up with that thing for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, seven people are in a room, and they're like, he's a, he's, oh, <laughs> he's a slow reader. Like, um, like, he's, he's a reader that can't. <laughs> he puts the re in reader. Yes. Um, Ooh, uh, do you have any sweet tarts? <laughs> um, uh, 
It here's here's something that uh, La Rusha Fushold said. La uh oh, here we go right away, right away. C H E F O U C A U L D. It says it takes great talent. I put the L D in that in that sentence. There Learning it is. Disa- Learning's disabled. It says it takes great talent and skill to conceal one's talent and skill. So there you go. So you got to be really talented to prove that you're not talented. This is such a insult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like you've never been good. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing so well, so that's your skill is to appear like you have nothing going on. No, you on. know what's so weird? <laughs> you know what I've really been realizing? I've been realizing how much my like low self-esteem, my low self-worth like at the core of me, like not believing that I deserve things and stuff like has really hindered me. Like I never post my stand up. I've never done a special. I've always been like kind of afraid to solidify it into that form. Right. And then the other day I posted Laugh Factory posted one of my sets from 2013 still doing a few of those jokes um well chris let's be real until he cut his hair I was doing that fucking joke for about yeah, 27 yeah, I was, years i was doing a douchebag haircut joke for a long, I mean, he was long, long, long time getting the haircut just to do that 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 that's how you know that it, that's that and that's a prop comic honestly i woke uh, exactly well, i used to take my bra off so no, so my tits would look smaller yeah i had to duct tape my tits just to do my my <laughs> baby tits show i know i used to get a douchebag haircut joke which sometimes if i'm bombing i'd still rip out but, oh but, we'll all rip yeah. them out you gotta rip out some of your hair to make <laughs> yeah, like yeah. no no look um, so yeah, no, so but I posted it and it's good. It's like I was 2013. I was a baby, you know. But it was like it was good. It was solid. No, all everyone loves it. It's like doing really well. And I'm like, I like hid that. I was like scared of that. It's you know like, what happens? Why I- be a performer and be scared? No, you can't. I feel like with performing and like being quote unquote artist, you know, whatever. It's just like I just try to put out what I think is funny exactly, and cool. And yes. if the fans don't like it, then. You know, it's like, whatever, I hope they do. But if they don't, they, it's kind of like cathartic for me. And it, I hope it helps people and people laugh. But if right. they don't, then you just keep going. Right. Like, what, exactly. what do you want me to do? Like, but I've been getting so much more in tune with that where it's like, what do I think is funny? What's funny? That's all that matters. Yeah. Because like, what am I letting? Like, let's say we were painters. Painters aren't like, do you like this? Do you yeah. like this? Do you like this? So what happens though in this book with the 48 Lords of Power, this chapter, as we as I read through it was, you know, they talked a lot about envy. And they said, uh, uh, um, uh, Machiavelli said I was so envious of my ex-boyfriend's tits I will tell you that <laughs> they were so yeah. really gorgeous but it said it's a little Ma- uneven Machiavelli said envy is a weed that should not be watered so he was saying that like basically like when when somebody's envious of you or if you're like in a relationship and there's like jealousy it will you have to just like walk away from it and if and if if people are jealous of you you have to understand that the more successful you get it will add envy so what he's saying what Robert Greene is saying is always try to no matter what you have always try to appear like more common or at least highlight some defects that's why right. I kind of think it's that's nice why to I like- live in my car that's why I live in my car <laughs> that's why I live in my that's, car yeah Hundred percent. That's why Two I live times. my car. That's why. Yeah. That's why. You know, I I, I let my psoriasis flare up. It's like, hey, listen, I'm a very itchy. <laughs> you person. think we should keep these? Uh, that's that's what normal. Let's not. Let's let. We have our moles. Look at this. Like we're gonna die. You know they're too. gonna grow back. You know there's know, no way they're not growing back. Mine's a big one. And then and then um you know it said like what you have to do it says let envy turn if you let in envy turn inward it poisons the soul if you expel it outward it can move you to greater heights. so you can use if you're jealous of someone what he's saying is you can use that to actually do great things as opposed to just putting that in and you know maybe that's what right. you're seeing in uh in in your in your ayahuasca trip. no but i totally understand that where it's like because you can change envy into like oh that's something that i want for my life instead of being like yeah fuck this person they have like you know, why don't I have that? If you just go like, oh, I'll just, I can get that. Yeah. If like I ever- Whitney's house, like we could all get that. Yeah. 
I mean, I fucking can't tell you how, but somehow if I can get it, she can get it, we can get it. No, 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 it is true because it it is. It's like- By the way, everyone that leaves Whitney's house is like calling their like business managers like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I swear to God, every comic I've ever talked to- It's a beautiful beautiful home, but I, you know, I feel like- I don't know the exact exact things, but I know I'm sure it has to be. And what I'm following is she just put her heart and mind to something. That's yeah. what genuinely what it was. I had a great conversation with Tom Segura on the podcast Who? last episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> see, he would love that? that. That see, that's what Tom loves. Mm. Is is I obviously we're kidding, but Tom Segura is he's doing so well and and has so many things going on. It's all in his own terms because yeah. he's like, dude, all I did genuinely, he's like, all I did was put my head, my heart and mind. He was like, and he prefaced. He was like, I know yeah. it sounds like corny and spiritual, whatever. Yeah. He's like, but I just put my heart and yes. mind into the podcast and said, all I want is my podcast yes. to grow. And he was like, and now it's like, you can have your movies and whatever yeah. you want. He's like, I, I literally do a podcast with my wife and I get to see my family and children all well, the time. Well, think about how crazy That's it is. If you're, like, if you're like, okay, my dream is to, you know, in, in two years to have a movie of this, of that, like, it's hard for your subconscious to believe that. Like, to yeah. say, I, like, all of those things. But if you can just say one thing, yeah. you know, like, you can focus on that and all of those things can You know what? I'm naturally perfect, which is Annie, have to work the most to disguise their brilliance displaying a defect or two moles to deflect envy before it takes root it is a common and naive mistake to think you are charming people with your natural talents when in fact they're coming to hate you yeah that's true yeah that's true stuff well because i'm telling you how many people have hated me and i'm like there's so many times like there's this one guy this one comic i'm not going to say his name because i don't I've never discussed this with him. But so he, like, I had heard, because I knew he didn't like me because I would comment things on his Instagram. He never followed me back and never, like, responded. And they were fucking funny. Like, the things. Right. And he's good got, he got some fire tweets and comments. Listen, yeah. I, listen, yeah. I'm, you're my friends. I'm coming at you. We're comics. I, I love like, it. I almost feel like that's how you know Annie likes you is when she's with you. Of course. You. I'm like, yes, this is great. We're friends. Like, we're New York comics. Like, I was going to say, we're comics. It's like, yes. that's what we do. We make fun of it. We, we're always roasting each other. I just want to laugh. My dad, literally, I jumped into a, I'd gained all this weight. Yeah. I had, like, I was like 15 pounds heavier I was on a family vacation jumped into a was jumping off a dock diving in my dad goes hey look it's Annie Wake Gaines instead of Greg Luganis yeah. it's like I grew up on the, this is like my this is what yeah. we do I know when when Vinny came in and she's like you look like Scarlett Johansson I was like what with COVID like, yeah. no, she, she looks not skinnier Scar- oh my yeah, God, like Scarlett Johansson nice. Are you, have you seen Scarlett Johansson get the fuck she out of here she looks like Scar yeah. <laughs> really Scar um, but so Sean you remember Sean O'Connor yeah, of he's course. writing now. Yeah, he's yeah. A writer now. But he he always goes, "You're Scarlet, no Hanson." <laughs> so funny. But um, um, yeah. what were we fucking talking? What was I saying? Uh, that guy well, comic. The guy. Comic, oh right, right. Yeah. So he he goes. Uh, one of my friends was like, "Do you not like Annie? Like, what's up? You've never like had her on your podcast right. or whatever." And he goes, "She said something once when we were at out at um, Swingers, which is a coffee shop, late night di- diner." And he goes, uh, "And." I don't remember what it was, but like everyone laughed. She said something to me and everyone laughed. I go, you mean I'm a good comic? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? No. It, there's, and I think it's with guy, I don't want to do gender shit, but I think there is something because I'm a girl that I come with a male energy well, yeah. and they take it as like an insult from a girl. And I'm like, I was never going to prom with you. That was right. never even an option. Well, so like, but that's it's why not I think, like a rejection. But no, there is a, there is a degree of truth to that. That's why I think like, I've noticed like my male peers and I'm not saying like, well, you know, whatever people do what you want to do. You don't want to have kids. You don't want to get married, whatever. Teach their own. We support it all. But I've noticed like my male peers who have families don't get so angry at you know you never hear them saying women aren't funny or you never hear because i'm like 
I, I, whatever, like, I tweeted at Jessica Kirsten yesterday, like, everyone go follow Jessica Kirsten, just because I'm, like, I'm around women all the time, I got my daughter, and I'm like, ah, like, yeah, women are great, but... Well, these- she's gay, that doesn't really count, she's not a full woman. <laughs> Clip <laughs> Add her, clip her and add it. Just kidding, I love you, Jesse. Yes. That's just me being like, why wasn't I in your documentary, bitch? <laughs> I'm taking you down. I'm gonna meet you that bitch. She molested me. Clip it, clip she it. She fingered me, Jessica Kirsten fingered me in a green room, I yes. said no. Uh, she jerked off in front of me in a hotel room. Same with me. I got fingered Aspen. by. I was fingered by Jessica Kirsten on the road. Yes, um, you're done, bitch. You're done. Um, here we go. Here's an interesting part of this book, though. That this is one you don't see coming. This is like, hmm, this is eye opening. He says excessive praise is an almost sure sign that the person praising you envies you. They are either selling you, setting you up for a fall. Uh, it will be impossible for you to live up to their praise or they are sharpening their blades behind your back. At the same time, those who are hypocritical of you or who slander you publicly probably envy you as well. Recognize their behavior as a disguise envy and keep out of the trap of mutual mudslinging. I love that. Everybody wants a piece. Everybody you wants a piece. You all want it. You all want to be me. Win your revenge by ignoring their measly presence. Yeah. Nice. So that's how you win. You win by ignoring. That's why people always tell you, ignore the haters. Ignore And yeah. you know what, to be honest with you, I feel like on you know i get people hate on me on twitter all the time i've never responded to anyone and it, it feels it's almost like it's almost like when you're like you know like when i was single and you're you know like you're like oh i probably shouldn't like hook up tonight or try to go hook up tonight and then you don't you wake up the next day you feel so powerful you're like i don't even have to worry about my pee stinging because yeah. i no way i have an std right I now know, what, sex is like <laughs> yeah. not worth it honestly it's so stressful it's so awesome being in it's a monogamous mo- relationship yes, yes, i don't worry about anything yes, it's i'm so like okay good. i'm like somebody will say something about me is from you know like i don't care anymore i'm like there's no girl i pissed it's off so I, nice. I don't have i don't have to worry about my pee it's like so I, good. literally and I it's know, like worse being a girl because it's like they're putting it in you i'm like I know. oh you're putting the disease inside me um, right now if i like have trouble peeing I'm like whatever it's prostate cancer it's not that's the worst it can yes. be it's fine you'll get through it I know uh, I'm like maybe I'm pregnant yeah for only a few days don't worry but that but so that's interesting because I feel like that's why I want to do this law of power with you because I feel like you know this was a good one for comedians where it's like especially like I feel like even like with you know quote unquote canceling or jealousy it's always it's never from the fans it's always from our peers it's the people closest yes. to us want to hurt us yes. the most because they can't that's why i think it's so 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 important this is my anxiety tuesday thing so important to have something outside of your career right in any career like J- japan has such a high suicide rate for men in uh in between 50 and 60 they have the highest suicide rate in the world because in the japanese culture they attach whatever job they have uh from a male oh, I know. That- you kept going because in japanese culture i was like whoa you're <laughs> going there i was like that's so racist yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Look, stop the Asian hate. No. Uh, no. Um, Honestly, wants- I was getting my nails done and I didn't like what she was doing and I literally went, stop Asian hate. Like I was about to be like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? Fuck is Why it? is it so thick, bitch? And I was there. like, no, no, no. No, but they but they have such a high suicide rate because in that culture, they associate themselves with their job, whether they're right. like a truck driver or a CEO. And when they retire from the job, they feel like they have nothing right. to do and they kill themselves. Yeah. So you have to like have a life outside. So outside company, you're a prostitute, which yes, is nice. Yes, I'm, I'm a full-blown prostitute. <laughs> Yes. yes. No, I. Same with me. Yeah, no, I do a lot of like work on myself. I do you a lot are. of, yeah. I just like, because it's, yeah, it is. It's just our job. It's what we do. It's like, yeah. you know. 
I know, I know. It's so fun though. It we is, really are it, so lucky. It's like the most fun job in the I world. I know, this is great. I mean, literally we're like just on a couch talking and it's like literally having the most and fun. And only the weak quit and make sandwich chops. Clip it, clip <laughs> it, clip it, yeah. clip it. Go follow Joe DeRose's comedy. Um, Annie, where can people find you, see you, all that um, stuff? Okay, you can, oh, wait, also I brought these. Uh, what do we have? What My do we have? controversial masks. Let's do it. Yeah, let's plug these. Okay, hold By on, the way, are so these many tampons. glasses are mine? Are these yours? They're mine. <laughs> these are the same ones that I was wearing the other day. Twinsies. These are Maxie's glasses. These are. Uh, That's oh. my twin brother's name, Max. Maxie? Do we have a. Uh, oh my he was God. on our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Slash Annie Letterman. Go to mine. He probably has more followers than me, but I need to get out of my apartment. Come to me. Come That's to true. me. Come to me. That's manifest, true. manifest, manifest. By the way, I didn't pay for this Airbnb. The True TV paid for this. So don't. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I was like, he's so rich. No, 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 no. Don't, don't think. Don't think. No, no. This is True TV shit. So. I'm very impressed by True TV. Who knew? 100%. Who knew they still had it. They still got it. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, so, so, it's literally just tampons, old mail. <laughs> A mask that I'm not selling? Yeah, I want to see your mask. And my mask. Okay. These are my controversial masks. I drew these. Whoa. Nice. Eat in vagina. That's great. Where can people get that? Okay, you can get them on my website, AnnieLetterman.com. You click on the picture of the mask. Can you Um, leave one for for my family? Of course. This is for your daughter. (laughs) Yes, it's very... But it does come in kid sizes. So it's controversial because, okay, so I first came up with the idea like the night before I went on Rogan. Okay. And last my last appearance, I've been on a bunch. I'm very... I'm friends with all the famous people. Chris is very lucky to have me. Yes. Um, I've never been on Rogan. Well... You, Pre-Spotify was really the jam, but... <laughs> oh, it sucks. Wow. Um, Perfect. It's like, now you gotta pay. But um, So anyway, so I came up with the idea for these. Right. Sorry, Jessica, Kirsten, bitch. Got to him first. Mm-hmm. And then before Rogan, so I sketched... I drew this and sketched it out, and I put it into like a mock mask and I went on Rogan and I had Jamie pull it up marketing I go Jamie I got this idea for a mask pull it up I go Rogan do you think people like this he goes they'll love it um he goes but you have to make it immediately because someone's going to steal it so then I went I just made it happen I got these ordered they take a month to get so don't get mad at me um because I have to draw them myself I dye them I I sew them and then I send them to you that's how Annie's stopping Asian hate she's I am I've become Asian I've become Asian I give myself 10 cents a week um I work I'm an apple worker um but you can buy them on my website but so then so because Joe is like attached to them when I made them Joe was like I'll tweet them out so when I'm setting up the Shopify account they just have all of these people's faces that you can put the mask on like it's just a like photoshopped on them and they have them where you can put them on kids and I was like oh that's so funny yeah I was like, that's hilarious. I have this on like a little boy and, um, and a little girl went out. And so it was just picked like, it's, they weren't, they, the mask was never on the kid. But this, right. is, well, this is suggestive. This is you, if you think this is dirty, you're projecting that on this. This could just be, I got something stuck in my, Yeah. I'm licking something out of my, I yeah. got some COVID stuck in my fingers. Yeah. But so, um, so I did the website and then Joe tweeted it and the picture of the kid with it is oh. the thing that showed up. So he says, my, my friend Andy Lemon has these great, Massive, which has like a little kid like this. People were coming out of the woodwork. Like, um, what's her name? The singer songwriter was like, take it. It wasn't Cheryl Crow, but someone like her was like, Joe, take it down. It's a child. This is terrible. I'm like, bitch, go fucking strum your guitar, bitch. No, dude. You don't get the joke. I was like, yeah. you don't think that's funny? Uh, People are freaking out. So then I had to take it down and redo it. Joe's like, you're no, a fucking dude. mess. You just gave me. But so I, now I'm like controversial masks. Well, no, because I was stuck in an, in an idea for my daughter's uh, sixth birthday gift, and then boom, go this to Surprise! There it is. What about stand updates? Any dates coming up? Anything? Um, working on the tour. Check out just. Follow me. They'll be coming. Follow my Instagram. That's where I shine. Yeah. And Bloodbath. Bloodbath Girls. Follow my follow Bloodbath Girls on YouTube. 
uh, subscribe and also follow Me Inspiration or Annie Letterman. Just follow my YouTube. There you go, Annie. Cameos, all this stuff. I'm very good at marketing. Babe, it was a pleasure. <laughs> it was a pleasure babe. doing this. Babe, yeah. Hey, babe. Yeah, well, I could say that because Vinny's over there outside cleaning the pool. So. Well, he meant it just because I have the chest of a babe. Yes. They're actually great tits and they are online. They did leak and yeah. they haven't gone yeah. viral. Yeah. So if you guys want to look them yeah. up, they're pink, they're great, yeah. they're cute. But I, I do self-deprecate uh, yeah. for fun because I'm trying to let you guys not see how perfect I am. Yes, there you go. I did Lots and I did power. see them once because Mike Racine stole Polaroid pictures of them in 2010 <laughs> and, I, and he still has them. I mean, if you have Polaroid <laughs> pictures in 2010, yeah. the, the hard work that you had to go through to get the Polaroid film it's worth because it. it no longer exists is worth it and you can sell my kitty porn. There you go. Let's go do ayahuasca. All right. Bye guys.